Hello and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our February 8th version of Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. I'm Coach Alan DeRitter, head soccer coach here at De La Salle, and we start off our show with a prayer. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Uh, dear God, thank you for letting us be here um, today, and uh, thanks for letting the playoffs get started. Thanks for letting COVID not shut it down, and I pray for all these teams that uh, COVID will not become an issue for them, and they'll be able to finish their season to its completion and finish really playing their very, very best. Please help everybody to finish playing their very best and help our true state champions to be crowned. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Oh, well, everybody, we're in the playoffs, and it's exciting. It's an exciting time, and um, I know, uh, at least I got a chance to get into the playoffs this year. Uh, my team lost 2 nothing to a really good um, Archbishop Hannon team, uh, but uh, I was really pleased that we were able to finally, finally, for the very, very first time, put a starting lineup on the field. And we lost 2 nothing, but it was a, it was a valiant effort, and and uh, uh, anyhow, uh, you want to go out like that, uh, playing your very best soccer and uh, and then letting the chips fall where they may, you know? Well, on today's show, we're going to go over, really, the, the results of the first round of the playoffs and, and my thoughts about the boys. Uh, and also, we're going to go in the last segment, uh, we're going to talk to Coach Al Silvis, and uh, he's going to talk to us about how he feels the girls uh, playoffs are panning out. He's a head coach at Dominican High School, a frequent flyer here on our show, and we really appreciate him coming on the show. Uh, but first of all, let's go, let's go over the results um, 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 on on uh, Monday Night Football. Uh, first of all, let's start with the girls. And um, with the girls, right now the number one seed is Dominican, and they beat Slidell seven to nothing. Uh, Central Lafouche, uh, a powerful team, is going to now be play, playing them after they beat Fountain Blue one to nothing. Saint Scholastica beat Alexandria three to nothing, and uh, they will have to travel though, unfortunately, to Dutchtown, who just beat West Jefferson eight to nothing. In Division One, I found out uh, interviewing Coach um, Silvis that uh, they they are doing the traditional team that's traveled the most. Um, has to travel, uh, gets to host, you know, and I like that a lot. Um, that's the way we used to do it. Anyhow, Bird beat Dental Springs six to nothing, and uh, Lafayette beat Southside three to nothing. So that's an old rivalry right there about to really ignite on tomorrow night at five o'clock. If I lived in the north, I would definitely be in that game. Bird versus Lafayette. Destrahan uh, lost to Baton Rouge, which uh, was a shocker. Um, and now, so Baton Rouge is going to have to play its crosstown rival, St. Joseph's uh, Academy. I think H.L. Uh, Bourgeois decided not to play that game. Uh, Captain Shreve uh, beat Como six to nothing, and Hanville beat Thibodeau in a real uh, rough game, five to four. So Hanville's going to be hosting Captain Shreve. That's a long drive for the number three seed uh, uh, to have to make. Acadiana was beat by Walker. That was an upset special. And uh, Mandeville, uh, no surprise, being live out 7 nothing. But now Mandeville's going to have to go travel to Walker. And, yeah, Walker uh, 
Walker's uh, an interesting game. Uh, I think if you live in the Baton Rouge area, that's worth your drive there. Uh, North Shore beat Pineville eight to nothing, and Santa Monica beat Barb five to nothing, which sets the stage for their uh, uh, clash at North Shore High School uh, tomorrow. West Monroe lost to Parkway two to one, and Mount Carmel easily beat Ponchatoula eight to nothing. So that allows now Parkway to host. Mount Carmel, uh, and that'll probably be a unique experience for these girls to have to play at Parkley, uh, Parkway. Excuse me. So that that does it for uh, Division One. I'm gonna let Coach Silvis give us his opinion on who his top teams are. Uh, and the results in Division Two. Uh, St. Thomas Moore got a bye. Now, in Division Two, it's the same old, same old that we've been doing for years. If the top seed gets to host the game, which to me is an unfair advantage. There's one break in the third round, of course, but you know, uh, um, maybe that's another show for another day. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. They're going to be playing Sam Houston, who beat Menden four to nothing. Um, West Washita beat Carr eight to nothing. How did Edna Carr make the playoffs? I, I don't understand that. And then Houghton had a bye, so West Washita is going to have to play at Houghton on the tenth. Vanderbilt, hungry Vanderbilt. Okay, is going to be playing. Uh, uh, well, they wound up beating today, this afternoon, Franklin Parish eight to nothing. So now they go to the third round and wait the uh, the winner of Cato Magnet and Chappelle. And uh, Chappelle, uh, I saw them practicing today, but they got their hands full, having to go all the way up to Lee Hedges Stadium to play Cato. Uh, Neville had the bye, and they're going to be playing Washita Parish, who beat Tioga two to nothing. And Turlings Catholic beat Boshin 6-1, to one, uh, setting up a game that is going to be an awesome game that started, uh, actually, as soon as I uh, started um, recording this, Ben Franklin is hosting Turlings Catholic. I sure wish I was there. Um, Benton uh, had its, the seventh seed had a bye, and they're going to be playing Liberty, who beat Karenko 9-1. to one. Okay, so uh, Benton's going to host, and uh, this Liberty team, I'd like to know more about them if uh, y'all could tell me on LA Prep, but they'll be playing tomorrow night at 5. Um, Lakeshore, the 2C, got a, got a, um, got their um, bye, and they're going to be playing terrible and to beat Bonneville 3-2. to two. Okay, in Division 3, Loyola Prep still the one seed this year. Uh, they're going to be playing Pearl River, who won the 16-17 game with Ursuline 5-1. to one. West Feliciana was the 8th seed. They had the bye, and they're going to be playing the number 9 seed, Sterlington, that beat Haynes 4-1. to Edie White had the bye, and they're going to be playing North Pavilion, who beat Kenner Discovery 6-2. to uh, Parkview Baptist had the 4 seed bye, and they're going to be playing South Beauregard, the 13th seed that beat Cabrini 4-1. to St. Michael was a 3 seed with a bye, and they're going to be playing Lusher Charter, who beat Cecilia 4-0. to Archbishop Hannon, I saw a little bit of this game. They beat Livonia 8-0, and they're going to be going to play at the 6th seed, St. Louis Catholic. Um, and uh, and at St. Louis Catholic, man, what, what a story for St. Louis and all the Lake Charles area schools as we've been covering it. The 7th seed was DeRitter. They had the bye, and they're going to be playing North DeSoto, who beat Bruley 3-1. Uh, Lutcher beat David Thibodeau four to nothing, and um, they're now going to have to play University at University at the Cub Complex, uh, which was the two seed. So that's Division three. Uh, going to Division four, uh, it, it's uh, it, it's been an exciting season, hasn't it? And Division four has the defending champions Isidore Newman sitting pretty at the one seed to play North Lake Christian, who beat Calvary Baptist two to nothing. 
Um, St. Frederick had the eight seed, and so they're going to be playing Episcopal of Cadiana, who handed uh, Vermilion Catholic a seven to nothing loss. Essential Episcopal is the five seed, and uh, they are waiting. The, well, they are going to be playing Riverside Academy, who upset Highland Baptist. The twenty-one seed beat the twelve seed two to one. Um, St. Charles, a really strong team, uh, beat Country Day nine to one, and now they're going to be playing Grace Christian. Um, and that's a game that kind of kind of piques my interest because I saw how good St. Charles is. Washita Christian had the three seed and they had the bye, and they're gonna be playing a strong Dunham team who beat Menard one to nothing. Um, Pope John Paul um, was eleven seed, beat Westminster four to one, and they're gonna be playing the six seed Catholic New Iberia in New Iberia uh, tomorrow. Episcopal had the seven seed bye. And uh, they're going to be playing the Academy of Sacred Heart in New Orleans, who beat Evangel 3-1. to one. Uh, Watch out for Academy of Sacred Heart. Uh, and the number two seed had to buy, of course, Homa Christian. Been watching their program just flourish in the last few years. They're going to be playing Covenant Christian, who beat Delta Charter 2 to nothing. Okay, so that does it for the girls. For the boys, um, uh, all the talk, of course, is like, the St. Paul's isn't the one seed. But uh, you heard my spin last week. I think uh, uh, I think uh, St. Paul's is going to be a dangerous team uh, uh, throughout the playoffs. But Catholic Baton Rouge beat Thibodeau nine and nothing in the first half. Y'all know how I feel about that. Um, Alexandria beat Lafayette one and nothing, and their reward is they get to go to Baton Rouge and play Catholic. All right, Dutchtown beat our best of Rummel eight to one. And Sulphur beat East Ascension 3-2, so that's going to be an 8-9 matchup. Dutchtown playing at Sulphur. Uh, Denham Springs had no trouble with West Monroe beating them 9-1. And they're going to be hosting Mandeville, who beat Zachary 4-2. All right. Um, Acadiana beat upset Destrahan. Acadiana was a 20 seed, Destrahan the 13. And now Acadiana gets to host C.E. Bird, the 4 seed, who beat Grace King 4-2. Captain Shreve had no trouble with Walker, ain't to nothing. Uh, and uh, Pineville wound up beating Baton Rouge 2-1, to one, so Pineville's going to have to travel up to Captain Shreve uh, to play them. Uh, Southside, the 11 seed, beat Central Lafouche 4 to nothing, and uh, they get to play St. Paul's at Hunter Stadium. St. Paul's had no trouble with Pancha Tula, okay, ain't to nothing. So all that's panning out like I thought. I think you're going to see a... St. Paul's Captain Shreve game. Captain Shreve's going to have to go to Covington. I hope we televised that one. Okay, St. Amont is, uh, beat Slidell 3-1. to one, And uh, Brother Martin beat Fountain Blue 1 nothing. So St. Amont's going to host Brother Martin. I was the head coach of Brother Martin. We had to go play in the pit. And we, and we beat him. That was back when uh, uh, Jason Gary was playing with him. And uh, the pit is a tough place to play. West Jefferson won their home game against Airline. I got a lot of players for West Jefferson from Soccer Innovations, and and uh, I'm really proud of them. Now they got to go to John Ryan and play Jesuit, who had no problem beating Ruston seven to nothing. All right, Division Two, Holy Cross, of course, is is the uh, the favorite, and they got a buy, and now they got to play Washita Parish. Who upset Haunton one to nothing, and now that's going to be played on the tenth. Um, anyhow, Washington Parish is going to get their eyes open there. That's going to be a tough game to play. It's always tough to play out Holy Cross. Belchase beat Woodlawn Baton Rouge. And so Belchase now uh, has to go to South Terrebonne. South Terrebonne had to buy, but it's an 8-9 matchup. 
Neville had the bye, and uh, Live Oak took care of Sam Houston three to nothing. And now they have to travel to go play the Tigers up there. Bonneville took care of business five to one, and now Ben Franklin uh, gets to host them on the tenth. Uh, ben Franklin was the four seed and got got the uh, got the uh, bye. Archbishop Shaw has now won another playoff game. The first one since 2013. That was when my kids wound up winning uh, against uh, Opelousas Catholic and had to go against Turlings. And so now Archbishop Shaw gets to travel to Benton. Uh, they're going to be playing tomorrow at Freedom Fields. Lakeshore uh, won three to nothing and, um, and an upset Northwood Shreveport. And so Lakeshore now is going to have to travel and play in Shreveport now, and they're going to be playing Caddo Magnet up there. Um, Parkway had to buy, and East Jefferson earned the right to play them. They beat Tioga three to nothing. Terrebonne had a strong showing and beat Boshin five to nothing. And now their reward is having to travel to St. Thomas More to play in one of the hardest places in Division Two. Uh, they're going to be playing on the tenth. Okay, so that's Division Two wrap up. All right, in Division Three, my division, University. Uh, Got the buy, and now they're going to be playing DeRitter, who was the 16th seed and knocked off 17th seed West Feliciana four to three. They'll be playing tomorrow. David Thibodeau beat Erath six to nothing, and they're going to be traveling now to Bozier, who got the buy. So that's going to be another eight nine matchup. Edie White had the bye, and they're going to be playing Archbishop Pannon, who beat my boys, De La Salle, 2-0 in a real contentious game up there in, in, uh, Mad- in Madisonville. Okay, um, congratulations, Archbishop Pannon, on that. Leesville uh, beat a pesky Morgan City team, and now they have to travel to an undefeated North Vermillion, the four seed. Uh, Loyola Prep had the bye, and they're going to host Haynes Academy from my district. Uh, they Haynes Academy upset St. Michael's uh, one to nothing, and I'm sure a real tough game. Uh, Noma uh, was upset by Pearl River. Yo, Pearl River's been strong the last three weeks. I don't think they're a, tw- a legitimate 22 seed. But we're going to see how good they are because they have to travel to Parkview Baptist. And Parkview Baptist right now is a, a very dangerous six seed. Um, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if they won the state championship. Really, anybody in the top eight could win the state title in Division Three. I think. Uh, Vanderbilt uh, had the bye, and uh, and they get to now have a rematch of a classic. Uh, how many Vanderbilt-St. Louis Catholic games have we seen uh, in the state? And uh, St. Louis earned that by beating Grant 4 to nothing. Turling's Catholic beat Cecilia 3 to nothing, and they get to travel and play a very dangerous Lusher charter team. But Lusher's going to play at Pan American tomorrow instead of playing at their at their field. That's a very gracious move for Lusher. I think they're going to get a huge crowd there. And uh, um, that's going to be a good, good, good game. Now, in Division Four, Pope John Paul is the number one seed, and I think that's the team to beat. Um, uh, they're going to be playing Westminster Christian tomorrow. Uh, Westminster Christian took care of St. Fred's 3-1. to one. Calvary Baptist uh, beat Evangel 2 to nothing, and they get to travel to no- Newman. So uh, that's a 9-8 uh, matchup. Uh, Calvary Baptist uh, will have their hands full against Newman. I think Newman is much better than an 8 seed. Holy Savior Menard gets to, to host a, a very dangerous Covenant Christian team. Covenant Christian, the 21 seed, beat Glenmore at Glenmore 4-1. Uh, or at Tioga High Stadium, but still they had to travel to do that. Rotary Park Country Day is uh, beat Grace Christian eight to nothing, and so they get to play at North Lake Christian. North Lake Christian had the bye. Never count out Cheddar and the boys. 
Episcopal School of Acadiana is the three seed, and they're going to host a team that we had to play last week, St. Thomas Aquinas, and uh, St. Thomas Aquinas beat St. Martin's 3-2. to two. Um, I think that's a very dangerous team. Vermilion Catholic beat Homa Christian 5-1, to one, and they get to travel to Episcopal, who had the bye. Uh, they're going to be playing. Uh, they're playing right now as I'm taping. Washington Christian had to buy as a seven seed, and uh, they're going to be playing a session Episcopal, who beat Lafayette Christian seven to nothing. Dunham upset Rapids eighteen versus fifteen. Uh, they played, uh, beat them six to nothing, and now they get to travel to my hometown, Catholic New Iberia, to play them as the number two seed. Wow, so an exciting, exciting week of soccer, and uh, we're, we're going to be reporting next week on just another exciting week. Um, again, um, if you want uh, Monday Night Football to cover your game and live stream your game, get in touch with me, or if you want me to um, uh, interview your head coach or talk about something we didn't talk about here, please get in touch with me at MNFETBOL on Twitter or on Facebook, and we'll be glad to, uh, to help you. And uh, now we're going to take a break and pay some bills, and then we'll come back and hear from Coach Al Silvis and uh, hear what he has to say about the girls' uh, matchups coming up this week on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. We'll see you after the break. All right, everybody, welcome back to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. We're here uh, with one of our favorite guests, uh, Al Silvis, the head coach for Dominican High School. Welcome, coach. Thank you, coach. All right. So, um, first of all, before we start going through the brackets, uh, let's talk about your season and uh, and your first-round playoff victory. What kind of – it looks like you're having a dream season this year. Yes, uh, we have been very fortunate uh, this year with what we've been able to accomplish. Um, you know, regular season, 18-0-1 is uh, not, nothing to uh, take for granted or stick a, shit at, a stick at, you know? You better believe it. And uh, you put enough time there at Dominican. And uh, I was afraid when y'all had senior day, what was it, in November? <laughs> that that yeah. we weren't going to get yeah. this far. <laughs> Uh, right. mid- middle December and it was kind of a good thing we did because uh we we lost the last four games of our regular season due to uh contact tracing so uh <laughs> had we not done senior night that day we would have missed it amazing what a year so kind of worked out uh for us <laughs> it really did okay so your your first win how did it go uh, it was our first day back um, okay. Yeah, it was our first day back. Um, and, uh, you know, it was a little rust there, but, you know, the girls um, came out, you know, did well, was able to get the win, and we're on to the next round. And, and Coach, um, why are y'all having to go to Central Lafouche? I thought it was the third round that um, that the high seed had to travel. No, um, because of it being um, 30, uh, 32 teams in Division One. We um the number sixteen beat the seventeen. The number seventeen beat the sixteen. So that'll put us on the road in the second round. Because they were they travel less. So back to the whole idea of traveling last. Okay. Correct. All right. All right. That's kind of it's kind of like the way we used to do it. All right. Well, Correct. Well, Central Lafouche what was a power. Uh, how do you think you match up with them this year? Um I went to watch them play the other night against uh, Fountain Blue, and I think it's going to be, you know, a good matchup. You know, if we can uh, 
finish some of our chances, I think we'll uh, we'll we'll have success uh, if we can limit how many times they're able to get forward on their counter and not allow them to get deep into our third. I think we'll be okay, you know. But we've got to be able to execute. That's what it all comes down to, you know. They've got a history of um, being able to uh, to play that system, that counterattacking system, very well. He did it last year in uh, the quarterfinals to Mount Carmel. He did it this year to um, to Fountain Blue. So obviously, their system works very well for him. So hopefully, we'll be prepared and not allow him to do it to us. Are they going to play in the stadium, or are they going to play at uh, Raceland Soccer? No, we're going to play at the school. All right, that's 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 more comfortable for you, I guess, with the turf. Yeah. Okay, well, definitely. With, with the rest of Division One, um, uh, the, the teams that won, any any surprises here? Like, was it a surprise uh, to see to see Central Lafouche beat Fountain Blue? And Hanville uh, comes through against. Uh, uh, so not so much really the uh, the Central Lafouche Fountain Blue game because they played earlier in the year, and they tied. So you knew that one was going to go either way. Um, I think the biggest surprise in Division One, or the two biggest surprises in Division One, uh, when you look at it close, it's uh, Baton Rouge beating Destrehan who Destrehan beat, I think, three days earlier on Monday night. You know, for the last day of the regular season, Destrehan beat Baton Rouge 3-2. to two. Wow. And there was another matchup in the playoffs, and Baton Rouge won 3-0. <laughs> so I would say that was, a, that was one of the shocks, I guess you could say, you know, from the eyeball test looking at it. Another one was uh, Walker, Walker beating yeah. Acadiana. Like, what happened there? Did not, you hear any intel about that game? I really didn't hear anything, oh, but no. I know I, know I remember uh, seeing um, some of the posts and people saying, you know, Walker's going to be a tough outcome playoff time. And, I mean, there you go. There it is. Well, and, uh, and now Mandeville's going to have to travel there, and that's that's a tough place to play. It's it's like booming the whole Walker area, Live Oak. I mean, all of the facilities are like state of the art now. And uh, I think uh, the Mandeville girls, their eyes are going to like pop open when they see how, how nice it is up there. Wow. Uh, I've, I've never been to that facility, so. Okay, okay. Well, uh, Parkway winning, was that a big deal? Uh, uh, 18 beating a 15 against West Monroe? Um. I really don't know that 100%. Not sure if they had played each other throughout the season. But you would think, you know, those being northern teams, they know each other pretty well. Yeah. So it's just a matter of, you know, uh, knowing each other's system and everything and and being able to put it away. Yeah, and I know uh, – actually, I guess it wasn't really that big of a sh uh, shock because now that I'm thinking about it, uh, Parkway did – beat West Monroe during the regular season. Um, so Correct. even though they, they were ranked below them, you know, head to head, they had already beat them once. Gotcha. Now look in division two, the top four, St. Thomas Moore, um, Caddo, Neville, and, uh, and then um, 
Let's see, it's Lakeshore. And uh, Vanderbilt's on the outside looking in. Do you think the top four is accurate uh, with the power rankings, or do you think uh, uh, Vanderbilt should be in the top four? I know Vanderbilt started off the year a little shaky um, and then made a few changes in, in personnel where they had players on the field, and then they started to uh, – to have the success that, that Vanderbilt's used to. So I think that that early stages, you know, of trying to figure things out, he lost his main goal scorer. Um, I think the weekend prior to high school starting, if I remember Phil telling me correctly, in club, she ended up tearing her ACL. Oh my. So that, that was a major blow for them. You know, it took them a little while to find that next person up. You know, I was going to put the ball in the back of the net for him. And I think they, you know, as the season went on, they started to, somebody stepped up and started taking that, on that responsibility. And so now they're on a little bit of a roll. And you're, and you're going around the state to play tournaments. Did you ever hear of this team called uh, Franklin Parish? Never heard of Franklin Parish. Yeah, me either. And they beat AOL so, two yeah. to nothing. So they're going to go beat Vanderbilt's first test. So it'd be kind of interesting to see what happens there. Uh, any other Division two teams yes. stand up for you that that everybody has to watch out for? I think Ben Franklin's always going to be a strong one that you need to be able to um, that you need to be able to be aware of. You know. Uh, last year they were in a state in the state final against St. Thomas Moore. So right. even though they graduated a few, I still think they're going to be a tough out as well. You know. Okay. All right. Well, coach, uh, the division three uh, seems wide open. The top four were Loyola, um, uh, Parkview, St. Michael, and in uh, University. No surprises there. Uh, who do you like in Division three? I've actually played against Loyola, and I know um, uh, Mark does a great job up there. Uh, and then that 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 division, that uh, district in that Baton Rouge area with U High, St. Michael's, and Parkview. You know, three out of the three out of that district, the top three and the top four. So yeah, they're obviously doing something right in Baton Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> they really, um, yeah, I would say so. so uh, I think that's going to be, uh, uh, you know, provided it all plays out in that top four. That's going to be one exciting final four, I think, in that division. I think so too. I think we're going to we're going to see some uh, full stadiums. Uh, it's so good yes. that that COVID didn't cancel all of this because uh, that really worked out great. In Division Four, you have Newman, Newman, Grace Christian, Washita Christian. And then uh, Homa Christian, and uh, and I've been paying attention to Homa Christian throughout the years, but Grace Christian, I don't know anything about it. Uh, have you? No, I, I haven't seen much of Grace Christian at all, you know, throughout the year. So I think, um, you know, that there's a lot of unknowns with with some of those uh, some of those schools, but you know, I, I think Division Four, you know, is really going to be Newman's to lose, I would think, this year. I've seen them play. I think yeah. they're they're pretty solid again. Yeah, I think I think so too. It's just can they handle winning back to back, you know? And I saw them also and uh they look really unbeatable. Um 
Uh, we did play St. Charles, and St. Charles uh, uh, beat Country Day 9-1. to one. And I, I, they have a very strong team. I think they're going to be playing Grace Christian, and it'd be kind of neat to see how they go. But uh, St. Charles has to travel to Ward 9 Soccer Complex. I never heard of the place. And uh, so, um, anyhow, we're going to get an education in Division 4. I think uh, any dark horses in Division 4 out of the top four that you've seen, like Academy of Sacred Heart or uh, Catholic New Iberium? I definitely think uh, Sacred Heart can definitely be one of those schools that uh, that can shock people. I know they've got Episcopal next on the road, so I know that'll be a, a tough match. But yeah. if they win that, I think they're going to be set up pretty pretty good for that. For that, and Washington Christian, whoever is in that. Well, let's go back to D one now. Um, um, in D one, uh, y'all seem to be the favorite. Who do you, who are you most worried about? Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, that was an unfair question, <laughs> but uh, uh, but really, uh, <laughs> you think the power rankings got it right with your top four? I, I think they did. You know, I, I definitely think that those teams that are up there have have proven you know what they're capable of doing you know i know some people you know may may you know have questions with captain shreve being up there but you know at the end of the day you know they they did play some of some strong teams you know bird um loyola and, and had you know solid results against those schools so you know it, until somebody can can beat them you know, I, I think they, they deserve that number three spot. Gotcha. So it'll be, right. you know, provided they can get by this next round, I think it'll be a good matchup if Mandeville does as well to see how that goes, you know? Awesome. All right, well, before I let you go, let's let's do some bragging a little bit. Uh, who are your top players? Uh, top players uh, this year uh, with the season we're having, I mean, it, it – you know, it'd be unfair to, to, to single anyone out because I've got four girls that, that have, you know, double-digit goals, double-digit assists. And then uh, my back line, I mean, uh, and my keeper have only given up four goals all year. Wow. I mean, to only, to only <laughs> say we've only got can, – I can only name four. is going to be pretty hard, you know. Like, uh, and then when you throw all the midfielders in there, you know, they, they – We've been solid, you know. I can't say that this one player is the reason why, or these four are the reason why we're having that success this year. Okay, it are y'all is all twenty five? Are y'all mainly senior laden, or you just have some real talented youngsters? We we got a lot of talented youngsters. I've got four seniors on this roster. Wow. Um, three of them are captains, and, and they contribute a good bit. You no, know, but. But it's, it's a lot of that junior and sophomore class underneath them. Really looking forward to seeing how y'all finish up this year. And I wish you the best uh, trying to win the state championship. Okay, everybody, and that's going to wrap it up for Monday Night Football. Uh, again, if you want us to uh, stream your game like we did last year uh, with Monday Night Football doing the commentary, you always get in touch with me at MNFUTBOL or at um, uh, MNFUTBOL on Facebook. 
Also, if you want Crescent City Sports to cover your game, get in touch with me. Um, uh, if you remember watching our Lusher Jesuit uh, broadcast, we have uh, multiple cameras, um, very high-definition video, and also uh, play-by-play along with color analysis. Um, so, uh, And the rates are very, very affordable for both. So get in touch with me, Alan DeRitter. Uh, you can get in touch with me by email at um, DeRitter4 at gmail.com or just text me at 504-577-3131 or get in touch with me on LA Prep. Uh, my my uh, username is really, really difficult. It's A Deritter. A-D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R. May God bless you and your family. Carpe diem in Christ. And see you next week. God willing on Monday Night Football. Take care. Bye-bye.